Hey there, thank you for joining the live podcast, a podcast provided by the Love Your Soul Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit aimed to help spread the message of self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building a better relationship with yourself, but a better relationship with others and with our beautiful planet. So if you're on a mission of self-healing, of self-improvement, of self-discovery, this podcast is for you. Be sure to like us on all social media platforms at the LY Foundation, at our website, thelyfoundation.org. And we're so thankful that you found us and we just hope to help you no matter where you are in your journey and to remind you that you are the most important person in your life. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Equanimity, a podcast series by The Life Podcast and I'm your host Monica and I'm actually solo today. My co-host Jackson has been a little bit under the weather so I'll have to hop on the mic alone but definitely send him some get well wishes and I miss him so get well soon Jackson, I need you here okay? (laughs) So it's been a while since I've been on the mic by myself. For those that have been listening for a while, I would hop on here frequently alone. And then I got too lonely, and thankfully I found Jackson (laughs) to join me. But uh, no, it's also fun. It's nice to be alone and to just allow oneself to tap into a stream of consciousness Perhaps like many of you listening, I've always been a very thoughtful, philosophical person, honestly, since I was quite little. So always have a lot going on, lots of thoughts. So it's always fun to have the opportunity to be solo and go on that journey. I wanted to just give an update and a shout out to our new interns an update for those that aren't aware that we have every semester we get a new group of students to work with us at the love yourself foundation and we're so thankful because we couldn't be doing this work without them so huge shout out to them and last weekend lyf we had an event got to be with them in person and it was just a lot of fun so still coming off from that those happy moments all being at the event with the community and really excited to have more events we've been experimenting with different concepts than what we usually have done in our past for those that have been with us for a while as y'all know we've seen many open mics over the years combining it with meditation and other fun stuff and the end of 2022 we started to have a bit of a pivot to go in a new direction and for a variety of reasons but it's been really fun to just get to experiment and try new things seeing the community being so receptive so since i'm solo i wanted to just talk about divine feminine that concept of what that really is and this can apply to men listening as well and to however you identify because as people we all have a divine feminine and masculine within us we got the masculine energy and the feminine and like i said it doesn't necessarily matter who we are biologically these are just the energetics like the yin and the yang right it's always like these opposing energies that work together in the universe that we cohabitate in and for me as a woman and i identify as a woman these past 
year and a half, I've been on this journey of healing a lot of my femininity and just really digging, taking a deep dive into what that meant for me to not overshare, but to give context. At the beginning of 2022, I had to confront some traumas from my childhood that really unlocked a lot for me. It really unlocked so much about my identity and just things that I hadn't looked at or really taken the time to. And then when I did through therapy, through meditation, sound baths, I finally understood ways that I had been holding myself back and really how it was all, how the impact it had on my identity as a woman. And so it was a journey, it has been a journey, and very uncomfortable at times, but a very rewarding journey at that. And as I've been walking on this path of uncovering all of these things within me, I've been meeting other women that have been going through very similar things, and also men, again, no matter how you identify, but it seems to me as an observer that these past couple years has been an opportunity for many of us to really look at ourselves to really own who we are and to really become authentic in that and identity is so important right our bodies it's our vehicle through life and to become one with it and in love with it requires a lot of shedding because unfortunately media and of course all forms of media have done a good job of making people believe that they're not enough or that they have to look a certain way the list is endless but it seems like more and more of us are waking up to the reality of how false all of those things really are and really how it's a hindrance i believe that we all have beauty to be seen both physical and non-physical we all have something special and for me i lived mostly in my mind through most of my life and especially as a woman i'm the first person in my family that isn't going down like a traditional path so that also presents a lot of challenge and things to think about so it's interesting and i'm sure a lot of folks listening might that might resonate with them and it's challenging because that for me it was like what is it what is being a woman like what what does that mean in today's day and age and in my path too because my definition could be different than another woman next to me right and so for men it's like posing that same question what does it mean to be a man for me in my own unique way so it's just really reflecting who you are what does your story present that's unique for me as a young girl i always knew that i wanted to be somebody that was a voice for justice and to be that voice for all and including the planet right and including animals including all beings and as I've grown, I can see how that vision has stayed alive and I'm so grateful because at times in my past, it wasn't easy because a lot of it is like defying what society is asking of you. And especially if you're single, right, the pressure of not having a partner can also be there. But again, I think that more and more generations are challenging those ideas, which I'm so thankful. And not to mean like for folks that are in a partnership, whatever type of relationship structure you're in, like that's all good. My question that I'm always posing is what feels most authentic and tying into relationship and all of that, because it's all intertwined, right? But of course, 
sometimes it can feel shaky and it can feel like how do I even maneuver this I hear a lot and various videos that I see or it's very common to think of how can I attract my best partner but the reality is the best starting point is yourself it's asking that question to you is how can I become the best partner for me and starting there because we have to become what we want to attract so it's really looking at our lifestyle like taking an audit of what are you consuming both through food, through media, all the things. What does your self-care routine look like? What is your exercise regimen? It's all these things that just taking a big audit on your life and understanding, okay, how can I improve? And from that point, how can I learn to love myself so then I'm able to attract what it is that I want to attract in my life? So as a woman, there's a lot of embodiment that needs to be done in order for a woman to feel happy in her skin. And then obviously for men, it's the same thing. It's really understanding what does embodiment mean for me. And I can tell you that one of my most favorite rituals that I've learned is honestly just to take that moment of stillness of nourishing myself and really taking that time to slow down and make myself feel like I care about me. As a person that has many meetings and calls and things to attend during the day, it can feel crazy at times, right? It can be a lot, but it's in all those moments of taking those deep breaths, of surrendering, of knowing that, okay, I might have to get through some work, but then it's me time. And it's really making that time feel special that I've really grown to love. As a woman, those things look different, might look different for me than for men that are listening. But it's really asking oneself, how can I ritualize those things that I love to make it feel exciting? With the clients that I help, primarily women right now, and I always try to say to them, how can you make it exciting? How can you tap into that childlike wonder that we all possess to make it fun how can you make self-care fun I think when we're children a lot of the things that we love to do many times we're not even thinking about it like I remember I'd be like oh I'm just gonna pick up this paintbrush and I'm just gonna start painting and it was just fun that curiosity right and it was okay if I didn't do it perfectly it was just the activity that was fun So it's really how can we bring more fun back into our lives? And I find that's been one of the most healing things for me, especially when navigating through some difficult emotions. How can you make the activities fun that you know that are going to help you in the long run? As I mentioned before, sound baths have been instrumental in my healing. And for those that maybe aren't aware of what sound baths are, pretty much an ancient way of meditating using sound. There's Tibetan singing bowls and there's other types of singing bowls, which they're literally just bowls and some of them are made out of glass, some of them are made out of steel, but it makes a beautiful sound, a very meditative sound. And if you've never seen this or heard this, YouTube has plenty to see and it can really enhance one's meditation. So for me, sound baths actually became, again, super huge when I was going through breaking down or understanding rather those harder emotions from my past but it became fun because I I learned I enjoy them so much so for me it'd be like oh great I'm gonna go and sit in the sound bath and I know I'm gonna feel so much better 
even if like these emotions have been difficult to hold, this activity brings me joy. So it's again, finding that like, how can we bring that joy in our healing practice? Again, especially when things might be tough. So wherever you are in your journey, whether you're a man, a woman, or however you identify, identity can be something difficult to navigate and that shedding can be really hard. But to know that there's so many resources that can help you understand yourself deeper and so many ancient practices that can really help you get there, which I think is so amazing that so many of these practices have survived centuries among like like yoga meditation the sound baths like i've mentioned and those are all things that have helped me tremendously and continue to but of course running right taking time outside to just be with the elements can be so healing so again wherever you are in your journey whether any of the things that i've said have resonated or perhaps you've gone through in your past to embark on a healing journey to really heal yourself takes so much courage but it's so worth it and it might require breathing through some difficult moments at first and maybe those moments last a couple weeks or a couple months but leaning into these practices and obviously incorporating therapy too can really give you that confidence that you're going to get through it And at the end of the day, that's the most important thing is to give you that assurance that knowing that these practices will help you and obviously surrounding yourself by good parted people, good community, all of that matters. And again, can't emphasize how much music can help you in your journey. Again, no matter whatever you're going through, music, sound really has the ability to heal. I wanted to really end today with a guided visualization. So if you are driving, please don't do this <laughs> until you're stationary. But before we get there, I wanted just to read this poem from this book that I have that one of my mentors gifted me some years ago. He is a professor at UNLV. I very much admire. His name is Gard Jameson. He gifted me this book called The Great Goddess and the Hero's Journey. And if this concept is new to you, the hero's journey is this idea. We've seen it in many movies like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, right? Someone embarks on this quest knowing that they need to do it for personal fulfillment, understanding. And then that gift that they receive on their journey can actually be extremely healing for either where they came from or a new community that they form part of so i love that concept it's an archetype and so many stories and really the idea is how can you become the hero in your own life right again wherever you are in your life all of these things are just food for thought to think over but backtracking to the book the great goddess and the hero's journey this book has many different poems that highlights different goddesses have been depicted in literature and philosophical scripture and what have you. But yeah, there's this poem called The Great Goddess and the Hero's Journey. Out of the depths of our time, the dark recesses of our collective psyche, she comes, arms raised and blessing. She is and forever has been Mother Goddess, Tiamat, Isis, Demeter, Sophia, and Mary. She is the devouring mother of the deep, and the towering illumination of all light. She takes us into her womb at the end of our days and breathes us out again 
and in a thousand obvious and subtle ways guides us into ourselves. She is the mother of creation and of dissolution, the tidal wave of transient time, the bulwark of the granite mountain, the endless rhythm of the tide. In her we live and move and make our journey, male and female, searching for the pulse that pumps us past the perceptions of our differentiation into the communion and oneness of her love. She is nameless, and her name is the name of every name, the name of every god and goddess loved and feared, who weaves the fermented together, the eternal womb of all life. She is the spider's web, the serpent's tongue and tail, and twine the lion's roar, the beoni that lifts the soaring bird and breathes the heavenly bodies, weaving in and out the Milky Way in their eternal round. She is the child's dream, the voice of the unborn, and the silent meditations of the ancient of days. The perfect spiral, the helix DNA of life, she is the circle unbroken by time, and we pumped into life through her gates of birth, separated from our source, move through our fears and a frantic search for our center, faster and faster finally spinning out of control to find ourselves once again whole and breathing in her holy womb and nursing at her breast and that's the end so really this idea is the concept of the divine feminine of creation and viewing it from that lens when we think of life and referring also to mother earth right all of love all of life love coming from her So again, I just think as these different identities and social structures get deconstructed and reconstructed, I think it's a wonderful time that we're living in, a time where we're seeing women, and again, people of all identities, but all of us really rising into more authenticity and more respect and really becoming ourselves and really getting into our own power more. It's an exciting time. Doesn't mean that it's easy to get here, right? And that it's a journey. But even the line where in this poem it says, finally spinning out of control to find ourselves once again whole and breathing. I think that really defines well the journey that we all go on. That even in times of chaos, if we can find that stillness, that equanimity (laughs) to find that balance, then we got it. So you got this and lean into the things that make you feel that inner peace and to know that it's attainable to you. And with that, that'll give you the best quality of life you could ever ask for. So with that, I end the reading and now I'm going to just guide you into a very small guided visualization, but definitely only do this if you're not driving. (laughs) So if you are, just put pause right now and do it later. So for now, I invite you just to either sit down or lay down, whatever is at your disposal. And then I invite you just to go ahead and close your eyes if that feels comfortable to you. And now I invite you to put your left hand over your heart and your right hand over your left hand. And really allow yourself to just feel how you're breathing, however fast, however slow. 
do your best to not judge yourself in these moments and to really just let yourself be. Now for these next seconds, I invite you just to go ahead and take five big deep breaths. And do your best just to match the inhale with the exhale. As you're approaching the last breath or maybe if you've already done it allow yourself to just go back to regular breathing whatever rhythm feels good for you and now I invite you to think of the word gratitude Perhaps you observe how that word makes you feel. Perhaps a memory of a loved one comes to mind. Could be even a furry loved one. Or maybe a memory comes to mind. Whatever it is, allow it. With every breath, allow yourself to really take in those feel-good feelings that the word gratitude promotes. Now, for these next moments, I invite you to say these words to yourself. I am grateful for my life. I am grateful for who I am. I am grateful for being me. I am grateful for my ability to move forward in life. I am grateful for my past for it's led me to my present moment. I am grateful for the sun shining, knowing that the sun will always rise.
I am grateful. Now I invite you to put a smile, feel a smile come on your face, however small or big. And I invite you to imagine a smile emerging inside of you. Perhaps you visualize a smile in your mind or perhaps the smile of someone that you love dearly. With this joy, with this gratitude, remind yourself that this is always available to you. this is always inside of you to be felt at any time at any day you have the ability to find this place of peace inside of you now I invite you to bring some awareness back to your body and we'll finish with saying I am grateful for my body I am grateful for my whole self I invite you to go ahead and lower your hands and to start moving your fingers, your feet, start bringing movement to your body, start waking up your body. And I invite you to open your eyes if you haven't done so already. And to meet me in this moment now. <laughs> I hope that little guided visualization has been helpful and serving and if anything brought you some peace to your day that's always my intention is for the person to feel whatever it is but to always remember that those feel good feelings are always there for you to be accessed and to help bring that balance when things feel a little bit hard well with that i will wrap up this solo episode I appreciate everybody who listens to the Life Podcast and much appreciation to our podcast editors, Kai, Christina, and Manny. Uh, we couldn't be doing it without y'all. Uh, so yeah, again, thanks everybody. And I appreciate everyone. Thank you all for supporting the Love Yourself Foundation. And until next time, peace.